Well. There it is. Yeah, there it is. There's the list. <laughs> We're recording now. Our first ever episode of uh, our podcast, which is called The Wasted Potential Podcast. Is that right? I guess that's an official name now. Um, subject to change, I guess. Right, you know. I like it, though. It fits. Yeah. So, uh, my name is Ruben. That's Roxanne. I'm Roxanne. Recording live from Queens, New York. <laughs> December 2017. And uh, December 3rd. December 3rd, 2017, yep. So, Thanksgiving just happened. Last week. Yep. Thursday. Yep, we ha- we hung out together. Mhm. Yep. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> we uh. Didn't really know what to do. Yeah, I mean, because you know, couldn't cook for various reasons. Didn't want to cook. I, I didn't want. I to. I wanted to. You wanted to. I didn't want to. But. But we couldn't, so we went out to Elmhurst church what was the name of that church um it's like the rock something yeah it had something to do with like christ the rock probably something like that and then when we went into the church it was a huge building it used to be a theater yeah yeah and then they kept asking us if we could smell what they were cooking No. (laughs) Which was, you know, it it made sense because it was Thanksgiving. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) But um, they had a nice free meal there. There was a whole bunch of people from Queens, I guess all over Queens. I don't know if they're just Elmhurst people or what. I feel like most of the people that were there were, like, of the congregation. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. We definitely, they didn't recognize us. Well, yeah, they, they, they well. <laughs> they made it really clear that they didn't know who the hell we were. Because uh, I've been to those church Thanksgivings before, and they're just, you go in, they serve you some food, you sit down and eat, you know? But it's like a line that you go through, right? Not even, it wasn't even a long line, because there was hardly anybody there. Well, no, but I'm saying it's like you, yeah, it's like you a buffet through, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. A right, but this line. was not that. Yeah, this like, was... Um, like, they, you sit down and they serve you. Yeah, you're supposed to go in there and uh, sit down at a table, which it was super crowded there. Like, I didn't know there was going to be so much people. I thought it was going to be really chill, like the last lonely, sad Thanksgiving I had at a church. Well, not long after we arrived there, though, they opened a whole other room. Yeah. So it was probably was a lot... There plenty of room. Yeah. There's no... It's just when we got there, it was a little crazy. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't that crazy, but it was just you know. There was there know, was a lot of people. There was a lot of people. Yeah, but it I mean, yeah, lot. people weren't hanging from the rafters, but it was pretty crazy. Meaning, like there were people everywhere, and the tables were kind of not spaced. Yeah, the tables were properly. Kind of, uh, yeah. It was hard to get into chairs and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it was good. It was the food was great. Yeah, except you didn't get to pick what you had on your plate they because they would just bring you random yeah they just kind of walk around with plates full of food and you just say yeah sure i want one yeah 
and they had little kids serving juice, <laughs> which was cute. But um, yeah, it was fun. And that one kid dropped the two pies that he was carrying. <laughs> he was like trying to squeeze by and carrying two pies and. It was two whole pies or two slices. No, 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 just two slices. But he had them kind of like up. And he was raising him up to, like, kind of pass by, and I guess he just lost control and dropped them both on the ground. Yeah, well, everybody was so nice. Well, yeah, the adults there were very, like, just, like, uh, kind of amused by the children's antics. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then something else happened. That you weren't too thrilled about. Well, yeah, well, because since we were unknown, this one woman from the church came over and just started asking our story, kind of, like, where we were from and stuff. Which, that... How we heard about it. Yeah, how we heard about it. Makes sense. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I was totally on, you know, I I said, that's, she definitely has a right to ask who who the hell we are. (laughs) And then uh, she asked if she could have our information, our phone number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I could see that you were... Uh, well, I looked at you, and she saw me look at you. Yeah. And well, I, I could, see, like, could see that you were uncomfortable, so I was trying to give her my information. I was like, I'll deal with this. Right. Know? And she's like, I only Since want Since this was your idea, I after all. I want her all. information. That's what she said. She said, like, I don't want your information. I only want hers. <laughs> I thought she was kidding, but... I, don't, I think she was kidding. And I said, I said this at the time that it was just like, you know, she got distracted otherwise. After she had already gotten my number, but yeah, she, she got she, it. She had to get back to what she was doing. And you're like, oh, did you give her your real number? <laughs> yeah, yeah of course easy. I did. It's easy to give a fake phone number. People yeah, but well, come on, I, you know I'm not like religious and all, but we're sitting there in a house of God. I'm not gonna like <laughs> fucking give this woman my yeah, a fake number or something. I'm not gonna lie to her. Just like eat all the turkey and just be like, yeah, it's my fake number. Right. And just be like, I, I mean, she hasn't called as far as I know. She, if she has, she hasn't left a voicemail. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't ever answer the phones. So. Well, I don't answer random numbers. Yeah. But well, she'd probably have like a 718 number. I don't know. I don't really pay attention. If I don't recognize it, I just don't pick it up. Well. Well, I figure if I don't pick up the phone, they can leave a voicemail. And yeah. if it's somebody important, I'll get back to them. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's what voicemail's for. It's like, you're not supposed to feel so bad if you miss a call. You know, if you miss a call, you're, like, you know, I've, I've been, like, sometimes when I'm job hunting, I'll send my resume out right. to a bunch of people, and then I'll get a call from a number I don't know, and I'm like, if I miss it, I'm like, oh, that could have been somebody calling about a job, but if they were, they'd leave a voicemail, so, you know, I don't have to worry so much. Well, yeah, you would hope so, I mean. People should take advantage of the voicemail thing. I miss beepers, honestly. You had a beeper? Yeah. You had a beeper? I did. Why? What do you mean, why? Yeah, why? Mostly (laughs) for my mom to beat me. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I had friends that beat me, too, but... I never had a beeper. But those were good, because it was like, you know... 
you're basically just like, you know, I, I want to get in touch with you. Yeah. It's and like, you could sometimes leave like a kind of message with the number and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you could do a little like... There were codes. Codes, yeah. 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 And I, I like that. I like that stage of communication. Yeah, because, you know, you don't have to answer right away, obviously. Right. <clears throat> you can kind of screen, you know, mm-hmm. who you talk to. My mom had a pager because uh, she worked in the hospital. And I remember one night she was at work and I was trying to page her about something. And I paged her and I left my phone number and everything. And then I got a call back and it was this guy and he's like, Somebody paged me at this. I was like, oh, yeah, I was trying to page my mom. He's like, well, it's, yeah, this is my number. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. So I, <laughs> <laughs> you already know where the story's going. So I, you know, I, uh, I called the number again, left my phone number again, because I was like, I must have put the number in wrong. And he calls again. He's like, you paged me again. I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't know what's going on. So How first, old were you? I was like probably 12 or 13. Okay. <laughs> and this is a grown man. Yeah, this is a grown man. Probably a doctor. Either a doctor or like maybe okay. a coke dealer or something. I don't know. What? Well, you yeah, act like those were the only people that had pagers. <laughs> well, those are the only people who had pagers. I had a pager? I know. That's why I was so incredulous at the fact that you had a pager. It was just a, a you know, a stage in the evolution of communication. It, became, it came before cell phones. But not, like none of my friends had pagers. You're a little older than me, though. Yeah, I mean, I knew pe- definitely. I knew lots of people out of pagers. It was just a thing that you had. Florida is probably a little more the where you grew up in Florida is probably a little bit more advanced than where I grew up, which is Minnesota. Well, yeah, maybe we probably weren't cool enough really to have pagers. I guess so. My aunt also happened to work for a company that like sold pagers and stuff. Oh, okay. So what I did get it through her. What kind of was it like? A was it what, what, was a purple one or something like a some um, kind of fancy? I don't. I can't remember if I ever actually had a purple one. I knew I had one that had some kind of color. They didn't really pagers. Really weren't that crazy looking. You know, they didn't really get as crazy as cell phones did ever. Pagers some, were pagers had they had like clear ones. Well, yeah, there were clear ones. I think I had a clear one at one point, but I mean that's about as fancy as it got. Yeah. You know, I think there were, like, bigger cases that you could put around them, if I remember correctly, but I don't know. I think mine had, like, a little bit of blue on it. My mom just had the regular black one. Yeah. And then, uh, so I called that guy a third time, (laughs) and he was like, he's like, call me again. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, get it fucking straight. (laughs) And he just hung up on me. <clears throat> and then, you know, then what did you I, do? I, think, I think I called it again. Oh, but then, God. But he didn't call back. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get the right number? I mean, I guess. I, I mean, don't know. I don't remember how Did you that, ever investigate this I, further? I don't know how that got resolved. I don't uh-huh. remember. But oh, wow. obviously. Right. I was dialing wrong. <laughs> what else we got to discuss? Um, well, I don't know how to segue that into the next... Oh, well, yeah, it's been, you know, a crazy week. 
A few weeks, no. Crazy I few mean, it's weeks. been a, a, a little while now the, of this happening. Because you, you know, I was... I wish I would have been here that morning when the whole Matt Lauer thing happened. Did you, <laughs> did you watch, like... You, you yes. Know, but well, so I was watching it. Yeah, I turned it on as usual. I watch the Today Show almost every morning. Yeah. That, you know, during the week. Yeah. When I'm, before I'm going to work, getting ready and all that. And to be honest, I'm not, I'm not like a long-time viewer of the Today Show. But you don't watch it right in the beginning, though. N- well, they start at, like, I forget what time they start, like 7 or something. Oh, they start at 7? I think so. Oh, so you're watching it by then, right? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly the time that I started watching on that day, but as I was saying, I'm not really a long-time viewer, I only started watching since I moved up here to New York, mm-hmm. 2011. Well, like five, six years. Yeah. So. so I've been watching about that long. But I'm a fan. Yeah. And I happen to like Matt Lauer. You like him? I did. I liked him. I mean, I was always kind of like uh, very ambivalent towards him. Like, I didn't really... I thought, you know... Al Roker I like. Well, yeah, I like him too. I just, I liked Matt Lauer as well. I thought he was a okay guy. I mean, yeah, he seemed like he was a de- decent guy. Yeah, he, exactly. He seemed like a decent guy, like a nice father like, and all this kind of, you know. I, I can't wait to Like, I totally him. bought into the persona that he was selling, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that morning I was watching and I noticed that the mood was very somber. Like, because it was... Hoda and Savannah, mm-hmm. and um, they were both just very serious. And then uh, Al said something about somebody that he's worked with for so long, da 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 da, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the fuck? Did somebody die? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, that's what I thought. I thought somebody had died." Yeah. And then they like. Then they started talking about it again because it's, you know, they got back into that part of the news cycle or whatever. Yeah. And so they just started talking about what happened. They're like, how he was fired that morning. And I was like, what? Holy shit. I couldn't believe it. I was like, God damn. It was crazy. So, but you didn't see her whole little teary thing at the beginning? Well, they, I think they replayed it later on. Like, she, it was them saying it again basically you know live again Mm. but then later on there was a segment with another reporter that was talking about it and she replayed uh savannah's first thingy (laughs) yeah you know it's it's funny because like you said you bought into the whole matt lauer Mm -hmm. persona i did too but like then this news came out about him being a sexual abuser or I don't even know. I mean, there's so many holes. There's so little information released and there's so many holes in that real information. What? I now, don't understand what you mean by that. Well, what I mean, I'm not saying that it's not true, but I'm just saying like I was reading one of the stories that came out. It's mm-hmm. like he beckoned some girl into his office. Then they had sex and she fell asleep. She passed out during the sex or something and she woke up in the office <laughs> with her pants around her ankles or something. How did she pass out during sex? I don't and know. Also, she was drugged and or also, something? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's a whole. Was she drugged? Was she raped? Was it rape? Was it consensual sex? I don't know. There's so many. It's like murky. 
But uh, regardless, it shouldn't be happening. I know. I I I know that. I'm not like defending Matt Lauer. Right. But I'm just saying, I'm. It's murky. I mean, I guess it's murky in the sense that you don't have all the details of the story, but I don't think the details... Well, that's in the sense that I mean it. I don't well, have but the details of the story. I don't story. think that the details are really necessary. The fact well, that no, it happened that's enough. at all yeah, is, that's enough. You know, it's we, enough. That's enough that we need to know. And the point that I was originally trying to make is like, you know, that came out about Matt Lauer, which no, everybody was shocked. But then, like, wow, that Matt Lauer really was an asshole. But then the next day... He turned around and tried to sue NBC for his money. He tried to sue NBC for firing him, saying that they owe him like $30 million. Mm-hmm. And they just shut his ass down. You didn't hear about that? I guess not. <clears throat> yeah, so. Well, I mean, he has a contract with them. Yeah, but I'm sure he violated the contract. Once Does he that started... violate a part of his contract? Well, I mean, is that even in the I contract? I haven't seen his contract, but a lot of people say that there's, you know, morality clauses and shit. Right, there, right. So. I mean, it makes sense. I, I would hope that that would be something that's in your contract, that you can't be a fucking sexual predator dick. Well, that's what I mean. Was he predator? Was it consensual? I mean, either way, it was inappropriate. Exactly. But I'm just saying, do we use the word predator? Do we use philanderer? What do we call him? Well, I would call him a predator. He used his position to prey on women and to get them into compromising situations. Yeah. Well, what's the point about being uh, being Matt Lauer if you can't get a little... Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> See? No. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to do, do that in a different way. But see, way. the thing is, it's like... Guy's getting $25 million a year. He can get hookers or something. But the thing, it's like, you know, if you want to be that person, if you want to be like a... A guy that goes around and, like, screws all these women or whatever. Like, you can represent yourself as that. Like, people aren't going to hate you for that anymore. Like, you know? But he's married. Well, yeah. I'm saying, like, if you were trying to cultivate a different kind of personality, you know? What do you mean? Like, instead of trying to cultivate this good guy personality, good dad, good husband kind of thing. And there's, like, history with his wife, you know, divorcing him, trying to divorce him. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's on his second wife, isn't he? I don't know about that. I think he is. Well, anyways, this one that he has, like, three kids with, she's, like, from Denmark or something. Mm -hmm. Um, She, like, tried to divorce him back in 2008 or something like that. And it was, like, because of basically, like, abuse or whatever. Mm. And uh, then she withdrew it shortly after so it never became anything again supposedly he paid her off to like stay in the relationship well I don't know why I mean well to keep the whole personality yeah so front if he, going you're saying that he could have created some other personality where he's like this womanizer and well yeah NBC would have kept him on no 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 I'm not saying him Necessarily, I'm saying someone, like, if that's who they want to be. I'm basically just saying, be who the hell you want to be and don't, like, fucking hide shit. <laughs> well, it's either be who you want to be or get paid $25 million a year. What would you choose? Well, I mean, that's that's <laughs> going into another territory of greed and shit like that. Well, That's yeah. fucking greedy. Just give me $5 million. 
I'll be here the fuck you want. Yeah. I love you a long time. Louis C.K. is another one that we didn't... Well, yeah. Well, kind of knew. I mean, I didn't know, but... Nobody I mean, knew. you heard there was rumors. the stories. Yeah, there's rumors. There's rumors. And, of course, we're both big fans, so that was another one that... Yes. Well, I mean, Matt and Lau are not so much for you, um, but for me, Louis C.K. and Matt Lau are both kind of like... Matt Lau was just kind of like a the constant, like, sort of hum... <laughs> of morning television it was fine yeah. same with Charlie Rose you know like yeah I wasn't a fan of Charlie Rose I watched his show sometimes I never watched his show actually to be honest but Lucy K you know we're we're both yeah die hard I mean fans. we've seen him multiple times live mm-hmm. and we had tickets for his movie yeah that week that everything was like fucking going down yeah and you know what? It's kind of crazy. Like, last time when we went to go see Cosby live, it was, like, right when everything was blowing up for him, too. Yeah, it was just starting to blow up. Yeah. He played a sold-out show at Carnegie Hall. Yeah. And nobody, you know, because you hear about, like, later on he was doing shows and people are showing up and booing him and stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that at this show. Mm-mm. And uh, I It was get, funny. It was a funny show, it was and great. you know, people hadn't yet already decided that he was guilty, you know, because this was obviously way before his trial right. actually happened. Um, but you know, people were—I think the the word was just getting out, you know, so people didn't know what to think. And they're still happy to go to his shows and watch his TV show. Right. You know, this was before the Cosby Show got taken out of syndication. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we wanted to see the Louie movie, and it uh, doesn't look like it's coming out. Although, maybe it wasn't such a bad turn of events. Well, yeah. <laughs> From what we've heard, anyways. Because you weren't really even excited to see the movie. I mean, to be honest, I had read... Because going up to buying tickets to the movie, I mean, things had already started rumbling, you know. And well, there was the rumors but there well no and there was like it was coming out it was basically starting to come out well those rumors have been out for years right but anyways i had also read this article that was talking about the movie and saying how it was kind of like gross and (laughs) like the subject was just like weird yeah and it had this really like heavy woody allen vibe yeah, it wouldn't have been my first choice of subject matter for a movie by him. I mean, when you watch the Louis show, it's like it seems like you know he's so capable of telling these stories in such a interesting way. You know, <clears throat> just random stories about slice of life. You know, stuff that pretty much most people can relate to. Yeah, I don't know who can relate to this movie. About yeah, I know Hollywood. it's like famous people doing stupid bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, it might come out one day though. It might get released somewhere. I feel like, you know, when we were really big into him, and Louis was doing very good, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, before he decided to end that, I feel like he was in a, a sweet spot there, where he really wasn't like. I mean, he was like super famous. But it wasn't, like, as famous as he is now. Although, I mean, that's now, I guess, going the other way. Yeah, but infamous. Yeah, infamous. But, 
I don't know, he was kind of like in the sweet spot of like a good famous, you know, where he was creating good things. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's maybe being a little too self-indulgent. Well, yeah, the horse and Pete was definitely way too self-indulgent, too. I mean, you know, it had... That was the start of it. Yeah, it had its moments. That was... It definitely it, had its moments. And I think... <sighs> I think the... What really contributed to the, that the most was the people that were in it. Right. The you cast, know, the right, the cast was, was really what elevated <sighs> that. But... I think nobody was really telling him that he was, like, kind of sniffing his, his own farts too much. Right, right. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Because it seemed like... And he was kind of like <clears throat> the guy that's supposed to catch himself on that, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, he was doing it still in a very humble kind of way. He still he wasn't being all, like, you know, like, you know, he wasn't... Oh, yeah, he released it on his own he, website yeah. and everything, and... Yeah, I mean, and he was a pioneer in that sort of respect as well. He was never a guy who was, like, oversaturated. Like, you never were like, oh, there's too much Louis C.K. shit on TV. Right. You know, it's like you always had to seek it out if you wanted to get it. Yeah. And he, thankfully he was very consistent with, you know, putting it out. The like there was a well, well, yeah, but there was also an abundance of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was never, like, in your face. You kind of had to seek it out. So... <clears throat> It's kind of disappointing to know that I'll probably never hear another. Oh, he'll be back. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got this whole thing will blow over. I don't know. I'm just, well, I'm, you know, I heard somebody saying the other day how like this is like the beginning of all this happening. So like, everybody that's facing repercussions now is like, they're basically getting the axe, and like things will eventually mellow out. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't know. Well, I'm just waiting for an email from him. I know there's one coming. You think so? Yeah, one day I'm just going to get an email from him. It's going to be ridiculous. I don't know what it'll say, but... Uh, has mean, he spoken much on it? Or not really, He hasn't right? said shit since that apology or statement that he right. released. <clears throat> um, hmm. But, uh, you know... He will, I feel like he'll come back. I mean, he has this movie come, you know, like, it's kind of hanging in the balance. That's got to be addressed. What? Go ahead. She wants to hit her bong. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I just want to, like, make sure it's okay that that gets picked up. I mean, well, is it okay with you? It's fine with me. I don't know if that's the vibe that you were going for. Oh, everybody's going to hear you smoking pot on the show. Yeah. That's up to you if you want to. <laughs> Can always edit edit these things. I don't think I will, but I'm not gonna send a copy of this to the lady from the Rock Church, are you? Maybe I should. <laughs> hey, we ended up donating money. Yeah, we did donate some money to that. Five so. bucks. Yeah. So. It looks like they put on a pretty good show there too. You know, they have. The whole stage. It used to be, like you said, it used to be a theater, so it's yeah. a huge church. I'm sure. All kinds of that. Well, they had sound equipment, video, yeah. AV, all this AV stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so speaking of movies, the Disaster Artist came out. It did. 
Another thing that we are big fans of. Yeah, the story of the Ka- book. Kami Wazow. Wazo. Yeah. How do you say it? Wazo, I think. Yeah. And the the movie, the worst movie ever. Well, the 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 worst good movie or the, the best, best worst, worst movie, movie ever made. Uh, the Room. The Room. It's about the making of that movie. Which is, if you haven't seen it, a fine film. Mm-hmm. And should definitely be seen. <laughs> On the big screen. Yeah. Go to some go to some area you know a screening, that you know they do the whole cult thing. They dress up and what they throw spoons or forks. Uh, no spoons. They throw spoons, spoons at the stage. Why yeah. is that? I never. Because there's. Oh, there's paintings of spoons. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the stock fucking photos in the <laughs> in the frames that he bought. They're just. I mean, are they stock photos? Did he purposely put them? Full of spoons. I mean, maybe we'll never know. There's got, you know, there's got to be a reason behind it. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great movie. Like the first time I saw it was completely by accident. Really? Well, I remember that Adult Swim played it. Um, I think one year on TV. On yeah, they played it on um, April Fools. Huh. Like instead of their programming, they just played that all night like over and over <laughs> oh um and i remember watching pieces of it and thinking what the fuck is this shit oh haha it's a joke or whatever yeah and not really giving it any more thought and then um i was up here in new york and kavita and i were at a movie my friend kavita and we had watched a movie i forget what movie we watched beforehand and then we were just hanging out in the theater um just having a chat and we saw all these people coming in, like, blah, blah, blah. And it was a theater that we had just come out of, so we were sitting right in front of it. And um, we were kind of like, what the hell is going on? Like, everybody seemed to be really, like, excited. Were and they, it wasn't, like, a regular up? kind of... No, they weren't dressed up at all. Mm. Um, this was, I think, kind of early on in the whole scene, I guess. Um, but... Just they seemed really excited. It didn't seem like a regular movie showing, you know. We were like, okay, obviously there's something going on here. So, like, right as they're about to start the movie, we decide to just go back inside. And we go all the way back up to the top. And there's just two seats there right on an aisle. And we just sit there. No tickets or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're watching. We're like, what the hell is going on? We don't really know, but we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. Yeah. And then they start talking about the room, and then um, they're, like, walking around randomly, like, throwing out DVD copies of the movie. hmm And then the girl gets up to, like, right next to me. Instead of throwing it, she just, like, hands it to me. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> so I had, like, a DVD copy She's of the like, movie. She's like, you need this. Yeah. Um, I ended up giving it to Kavita. She took it, but... Um, that was the first time we ever actually saw the movie in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And it was with all these people shouting, you know, at the screen and throwing spoons and everything. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, and it's a ridiculous movie, like, in, like, you don't really need to necessarily pay attention, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of hard to pay attention to it. It's a little convoluted. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I, you know, I saw it because my friends, I had a couple friends in college that were obsessed with it. Um, but I don't think I saw it until after college, but 
whatever. I was still in touch with these people, and they're like, oh, you gotta see the room. Because, you know, I'm from Minneapolis, and there's this theater called the Uptown Theater. And they do all the, like, you know, they do Rocky Horror screenings, and they do the room screenings, and I think that's where we went to go see it. <clears throat> but by then, you know, the reputation had preceded it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I've seen it, you know, a whole bunch of times since then. But yeah, I've seen it a few times since then. Um, I went actually one time to the Sunshine here in New York. Oh. And um, Tommy was there. Oh yeah. I don't think I, I'd. I'd like to never see it again. To be honest with you, <laughs> I really don't want to watch it anymore. But I did read the book. The Disaster Artist, which was about the making of the movie. Which was fascinating. That book was so fucking funny. I yeah. Mean, if anything, it was fascinating, it was interesting, it was well written. You read it in like a day or two. Yeah. And it was just so funny. Yeah. That's my what I remember the most, like just crying, laughing, you know, on the train or whatever. Because <clears throat> it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because this Tommy Wiseau guy is yeah. so out of his mind. And you don't even know where he's from, how old he is. You don't know anything. You don't know anything about him. But, he, you know, he was the star of the Room movie. And now they made a movie based on the book. And I honestly was skeptical when I heard that they were going to do that. I was like, there's well, no way. Well, but the book is about the making of the movie. Right. It's not, like, a book version of the movie. Yeah, it's a book about the making of the movie right. written by one of the other actors in the movie. Right. Um, who had a very sort of close relationship. He was, yeah, he was, he was pretty much Tommy's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I heard that they were making a movie based on that book, I was pretty skeptical because I didn't think that they would be able to pull it off. Yeah. But it's sounding like they did. Well, I, I kind of had a little bit of confidence because it was my man Franco. Your man, Franco? I have confidence in him. You yeah. like James Franco? He's one of my, ma my, my guys, really? my buddies. Yeah. Really? Like, you don't like Franco? I, yeah, I like Franco. I just didn't you know, think... He's not like one of the like actors that you're like, yeah, that's the guy that I like. I'll watch him in anything, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't know you felt that way. Yeah. I mean, I knew you didn't hate him, but... We watch everything that he's always in. We watch that um, Stephen King thing. Yeah. The 1129... 1129. 23. <laughs> what was it? Uh, uh, I forget the date. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the thing yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But apparently, um, he's good in that. In the Disaster Artist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've heard that it's good as well, yes. So I'm very excited to actually see it finally. Oh, he's and he's on SNL next week. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, awesome. That's cool. But we're gonna try to see the movie before then, and maybe give a review or something. Yeah, that'll on be our a, next episode. That'll be a good idea. Yeah, we'll discuss it a little <laughs> if we get to see it. <clears throat> so what else? What else is going on? Um, well, we wanted to talk about the whole um, Cards Against Humanity holiday event this year. Yes. I saw that you posted that online. Tell me about that. What well, is... um, I don't know when they started it exactly, but for a few years now, Cards Against Humanity, the card game, 
has like some sort of holiday event where they send out various things throughout the month of December. Um, and it's usually some sort of amusing thing, you know, of course, because it's like a funny game. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like a party game you play it, you know, on you know, if you're hanging out with your friends on Halloween or something. You know, at parties. You play it at parties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean everyone that I know that plays it like ends up loving it. But anyhow, um so they have these events during the holiday season and uh one year they bought like an island, I think, off the coast of Maine or something like that. And so everyone who contributed money to the event ended up owning like a foot by foot square plot of the island. Of the island. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, things like that, you know. So this year well, the why theme. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to own? Because it's a little funny. Foot of land. Because it's funny. Okay. It's amusing. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. It's funny. You I'm don't amused. think that it's funny? Yeah. I'm just hearing about it's it. It's kind of like uh, ridiculous, you know? It's that kind of humor. Okay. Like, not surrealism, but Absurd. Dada. Absurdism. Dada is absurdism. Dadaism. What is Dada? <laughs> Isn't that the same? Well, yeah, it's kind of like a... Like a yeah, well, what, what, are you, what are you laughing at? Why? I can't say that? I don't know. It's going a little too far, I think. To compare it to Dadaism, it's not like an art thing. That's like an art thing. Yeah, it's. I would call it an art thing. It's a, it's a humorous art thing. Okay. So what's what are they? What's the humorous art thing they're doing this year? So this year it's Cards Against Humanity Saves America. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that they have done this year is purchase a plot of land on the U.S. Mexico border. Um, that will basically prevent Donald Trump from building a wall. This wall that he wants to build. Yeah, because he won't be able to put the wall over that land. Right, because we own it and we... And uh, there's like, you know, there's imminent domain, of course, blah, blah, blah. But um, there are stipulations to that. Like what? Uh, you know, they actually sent a letter along with the, uh, all the information on this, and I should have brought it well, with me, you, but I didn't. When you say eminent domain, what do you mean by that? Eminent domain, that's that whole thing where the government can just take your land and use it for, you know, public use, basically. Yeah, so why, what's going to stop them from doing that? Well, I think they have to prove that the wall is, like, for public use or, you know, something like that. Hmm. There's some sort of stipulation to it that prevents them from being able to use it. Anyways, they have this law firm that's, like, set to, like, battle it out mm -hmm. should it come to that. But hopefully it won't even come I'm to sure that. I'm sure Trump will, will win that battle. I mean, remember the whole Keystone, or what was that, Dakota Access Pipe? pipe, pipe, pipe? You mean the one that exploded? <laughs> yeah, the one that just exploded that they tried to keep... Yeah. Them from drilling on. They're like, yeah. That from might be building, you mean? Yeah, the pipeline. From building the pipeline. Yeah. And it broke. They still did it anyway. Yep. So I don't have a lot of... But it's cool that you own land. <laughs> well, I don't really own it. Because oh. I gave them the money. They purchased it with that money. So it's, 
I basically just got a certificate saying that I contributed to them oh, owning the land. It wasn't like a deed or something. Yeah, no, no. Oh. I know I phrased it that way when I put it online. Well, is it going to be like, is this going to inspire you to buy more land? No. You don't want to be a landowner? I mean, maybe. I heard it's good. I guess. It's better than renting. Well, yeah. But if you have land, you have to build a house, right? Well, typically that's what you want to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to live on the <laughs> land. <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, this year's. I, I'm in, interested to see what else is going to be coming on down the pipeline to borrow a term. <laughs> so, do they have like a whole series of things that they're... Yeah, it's several things that they send out throughout the. That's what I did. You not listen to no, what you didn't I just say said? That. I I believe I said exactly well, that. Well, it just happens. So happens that we're recording everything. Yeah, which is a very good thing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see <laughs> about that. Yeah, like I said previously, they send you various things throughout the month. Did not say that. I I, I definitely <laughs> did. You did not. I absolutely did. Okay. So is that all you have to say about that? Because I'm, I'm I mean, exhausted on that subject. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I'm wiped. It's fine. We can move on. Well, what else do we have to talk about? Well, that was supposed to segue into Trump. But, I mean, I'm never really interested in talking about him. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about him. He's doing... See, the thing is, though... Don't he, you dare say one good thing about uh, no, that. no, no, no. Just let me, like... You know... I don't want to talk about him. I'd like to have this show be, like, timely. You know, when people listen to it, it's, like, relevant to what's happening today. And it's hard to kind of not talk about Trump if you want to do that because most, like, right. he's driving everything that's going on. But at the same time, it would be cool to be timeless, like, to not date the show and have these references to that. But I think that's very difficult to do. You're going to date the show. But the thing is, we are... Living in his history now, like all this shit that's going on right now, like stuff that happened last week with Trump alone is going to be in history books if there is such a thing as books hmm. in like 20 years, you know, so, yeah, but I guess we don't really need to talk about it, but you know, they're doing some crazy things in Congress right now with the tax plan that they just passed and... I just, I guess, I just want to make a reference to it. I'm certainly no le uh, political or, or legal expert or far e from it. Economic. I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, economic expert either. <clears throat> yeah. So I can't sit here and profess to say these will be the effects of the bill, but the things that I'm hearing are not good. Yeah, I mean, it's going to change everything basically about the way that this country works, and uh, you know. We're in a moment right now. We're in the calm before the storm, I guess, right now. I'm just very disappointed in people in general. Yeah, disappointed, but not surprised. Unfortunately, no, not surprised, because I'm an adult, and I realize that humans are horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, you know, the way that this is going to affect people's money and their health care, I mean... Millions of people are going to die. That's what they say. I don't know if that's fear-mongering or if that's real, but, you know, it feel, feels like this was the plan all along. Like, even before 
even before Trump was elected, you know, like it was there was always a plan to like oh oh most certainly reduce the population, keep the poor people poor, basically have us be slaves, you know, because <clears throat> we are poor. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty paycheck much, to paycheck. Yeah, we're not like I wouldn't even say middle class, but we're not. You know, we drank a few bottles of $16 wine this weekend. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess we don't really <laughs> spend our money that wisely. <laughs> yeah, so that was my biz- biggest expense this weekend was wine and podcasting equipment that I purchased so that we could make this show for you. And uh, hopefully, you know, it turns into something great. Uh, but we do plan to do more, more and more with this format as we kind of get into our groove. So, so what else is what else is on the list now? So I had to um, follow my alarm to reserve my meal for tomorrow. How do you reserve, my lunch? How do you reserve your meal for that? You know that thing, that meal pal thing that I have. Meal pal. Yeah. So what does that what does that entail? Um, so it kind of actually goes into our next subject because it does help to save money. Mm-hmm. It helps to save money um, buying lunch in Midtown during the week, which can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're getting meals that are like twelve bucks for like half as much, like six fifty. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, but you know, you should. I know you used to make your own lunch. It'd save even more money that well, way. Well, yeah, you would save even more money that way, wouldn't you? But <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna start doing because I I want to do this no carb thing. I'm really gonna try to give it another shot because uh, you know I did it for I've done it for months at a time. I definitely saw some results. You know, it just basically involves cutting out the breads, sugars. Right. I think the sugars is the main. The sugars well, and bread the is sugar. sugars. Well, alcohol, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I swore off hard liquor. So if you can do... Recently. You can do very recently. You could do the no-carb thing and still drink hard liquor. Yeah. But if I'm not going to drink hard liquor, then I can't have any booze. Right. So... (laughs) I mean, it's already hard enough, but then you can't have any booze. I don't smoke weed, so, you know, I got to have something. You have your vape? <laughs> My nicotine vape? Well, just so long as you don't start smoking cigarettes again. No, I don't think that's what, that'll be what I want. But uh, what I was going to say about financial advice is... Uh, I, I'm hearing, like, you know, you can invest money in weed now. Huh. Like all these pharmaceutical companies... Not just the pharmaceutical companies that are, like, distributing the weed or whatever, but, like, the growers, the Mm -hmm. farmers, all that stuff Mm -hmm. can, like, invest in that. And you know that they're making a lot of money. Right. I mean, Colorado made so much money. Right. And it's becoming legal more and more all over the place. Like, every time there's an election, you hear about more and more states are making it legal to smoke weed. And uh, it's just a booming industry. I think I, I feel like that's one of the things that you can still get in on the ground floor. You know, like you hear about Bitcoin, 
and how valuable it is now. But like I, I would you know I don't want to invest in that because first of all, it seems like it's already at its peak price. Yeah. And secondly, I don't know much about it really. Yeah, I don't really know much about it. It seems very volatile. Yeah. But I remember when it was cheap. Uh, but I just never got into it. But that's one thing you can do. So that's the financial advice that you that's heard the was to I'm just saying, if you're looking for you. stocks, you know, to get into, yeah, you can invest in in weed now. That's cool. <laughs> yep. You gotta invest in some weed futures. What are futures? Isn't that like stocks and stuff? Isn't that what they... I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what that word is used for. Well, it's for. an investment term. Yeah. But I don't know what futures are. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what's so funny? Are we we're already done with the first one? Yeah. Huh. Yep. All right. Well, that's it. We've reached the end of our list. That's it. This is. Uh, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. You All know. right. So thanks for listening to Wasted Potential. <laughs> yeah. Now you might understand Wasted Potential podcast. <laughs> you might understand why we came up with that name. <laughs> uh, but uh, hopefully you'll hear from us again. And uh, don't you know? Feel free to share and subscribe. <laughs> Until next time, then. Until we don't next have time. official. Yeah, we need music. We need we need some stuff. We'll get in there. I might edit this episode so there's some music. Mm, all right. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna edit that uncomfortable laugh out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening. Have a great week.